Scientists from China warn COVID-19 may spread more easily than previously thought as the disease behaves like the common cold. COVID-19 claims the lives of two passengers of the quarantined cruise ship in Yokohama. That's according to Japanese media. A former Philippine Supreme Court spokesman doubts the petition for a gag order against media giant ABS-CBN will succeed. Good afternoon. I'm Pramina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A serious warning from scientists in China. They say the novel coronavirus that emerged from the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year behaves much more like the common flu. This suggests a disease now known as COVID-19 may spread even more easily than previously believed. The scientists have also confirmed even patients with no symptoms could spread the virus. A glimmer of hope in the middle of the COVID-19 outbreak as cases continue to drop in China's Hubei province. There are 349 new confirmed infections in Hubei where Wuhan is located. It's lowest since January 25th. COVID-19 has already claimed at least 2,120 lives, with eight deaths reported outside mainland China. Globally, there are over 76,000 confirmed infections. Two Iranians have died due to the Wuhan coronavirus, the first fatalities in the Middle East. Iran's health ministry says the two elderly people had tested positive for the virus before passing away due to immune deficiencies. The deaths were recorded in the city of Qom, that's south of the capital, Tehran. Last month, the United Arab Emirates was the first country in the Middle East to report COVID-19 cases. Two passengers from a quarantine cruise ship off Yokohama, Japan, died due to COVID-19. The latest casualties are Japanese men and women, both in their 80s. It comes as passengers began disembarking the Diamond Princess cruise ship Wednesday after a 14-day quarantine. But as they leave, Japanese authorities also announced dozens of new COVID-19 cases on board, bringing the total to at least 620, the most outside mainland China. Japan's government now under intense scrutiny for its handling of the outbreak. It turned out that the cruise ship was completely inadequate in terms of the infection control. There was no distinction between the green zone, which is free of infection, and the red zone, which is potentially contaminated by virus. There was no single professional infection control person inside the ship, and there was nobody in charge of infection prevention as a professional. The bureaucrats were in charge of everything. Dozens of Filipino crew members of the cruise ship quarantine in Japan have opted to stay aboard despite being allowed to disembark. That's according to recruitment firm Magsaysay Maritime Corporation, which says the Filipinos who have decided to stay have had no contact with passengers. Hindi, uh, hindi, uh, hindi walang, walang contact sa passengers gaya nung mga, yung mga technical, yung mga sa makina, okay. yung sila lang mga check. At kung wala namang problema, ay uh, option nila po yun na, na mag-stay. Today, ay, ay, ang numero po naming nakukuha ay um, mahigit na isandaan ang nais, nais uh, mag-stay. 
41 Filipinos on board the cruise ship were found to have contracted COVID-19. But one of them, the first Filipino to be infected, has already recovered and discharged from hospital. The Philippine government is set to repatriate hundreds of Filipinos who were on the quarantined ship. The latest now on the ABS-CBN franchise issue as one of Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte's closest allies in the Senate joins calls for House lawmakers to act on bills to renew the network's franchise. Let's hear more from Sherry Ann Torres. Senator Christopher Bongo, President Rodrigo Duterte's most trusted ally in the upper chamber, has joined the call for his lower house counterparts to discuss the ABS-CBN franchise bill now. It has been languishing in the House Committee on Legislative Franchises since 2016. Mas lalong natin pinapatagal, mas lalong umiinit yung issue. Pag-usapan nyo na, ito naman yung proseso. Pag-usapan nyo, papadala dito sa Senado, and then the President will decide. Kaya natin siya mag-desisyon to approve or to exercise his power to veto. Go also gave the assurance he will vote on the ABS-CBN franchise issue according to his conscience and the interest of Filipinos. Knowing the president, hindi, hindi naman po siya vindictive but uh, parating niya sinasabi, vote according to your conscience at uh, unahin natin ang Pilipino. Go is optimistic the National Telecommunications Commission will still allow ABS-CBN to operate even without a franchise after March 30, 2020. He adds the NTC has sought the legal opinion of the Department of Justice. But for Senate President Pro Tempore Ralph Recto, who authored Senate Bill 981 or the ABS-CBN Franchise Bill, everything should be clear and on paper as far as the network status is concerned. Recto also supports Senate Joint Resolution 11 penned by Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon that seeks to extend the network's expiring franchise to December 31, 2022 to give legislators more time to examine the network's documents. No, that's never been done before. I'm willing to support it for as long as we don't shut down ABS-CBN. At the end of the day, pag walang extension, lapse pa rin yan. Walang stop operation yan. Unless payagan sila ng NTC. But that could be legally questioned as well. Because there's no franchise to speak of. Recto maintains ABS-CBN shortcomings do not justify its closure. Here in the Senate, I think all of us natamaan na rin ng ABS-CBN. Wala naman dito palagay ko hindi natamaan din. But I don't think that's fatally defective on their franchise. Or for any other media network. Ang trabaho ninyo yan eh. You are the fourth estate. And when you're in public service, that's part of the job. Administration Senator Manny Pacquiao on Wednesday confirmed he is now a co-author of the ABS-CBN franchise bill, along with detained Senator Leila Dilima. Following the Solicitor General's gag order motion, the Senate Public Services Committee has moved its hearing into the ABS-CBN franchise bill, along with six other media networks, from February 27 to Monday the 24th. Sherian Torres, ABS-CBN News.
Philippine Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon says his joint resolution seeking to extend the franchise of ABS-CBN is necessary to allow the network to operate while Congress tackles its franchise renewal. Drilon explains, while there are some views the National Telecommunications Commission can grant ABS-CBN an operational permit, the Supreme Court has previously ruled a franchisee cannot operate if its franchise has already expired. On April 1, if there is no extension of the franchise, Kaput, I do not want to risk the livelihood of the 11,000 uh, ABS-CBN employees on a, on a theory that ABS-CBN and its 11,000 employees can continue after March 30 uh, without a franchise. Uh, if it is possible, and I have filed a proposed joint resolution number 11, which will extend for three years. In the meantime, we examine all of these uh, uh, issues. Drilon adds, if the Supreme Court grants the Solicitor General's gag order petition against ABS-CBN, the Senate can still continue its hearings, which he says are done in aid of legislation. Critics slam Solicitor General Jose Calida for pushing for a gag order against media giant ABS-CBN, but some legal experts say it's actually part of the legal process. Mike Navalio tells us more. The public should not be alarmed with the Office of the Solicitor General's motion seeking to prohibit ABS-CBN, ABS-CBN convergence, and persons acting on their behalf from speaking about the Co-Waranto petition. That's the assurance from Lyceum University of the Philippines College of Lodin, Soledad de Requito Mauis, an integrated bar of the Philippines national president, Domingo Egon Cayosa. Yan po yung normal, yan naman po yung tama dahil meron consistent naman po yan sa tinatawag po natin subjudice rule. Bawal ho magkomento, bawal ho mag-usapan ang kaso kasi syempre ayaw naman ho natin na magkaroon ng mindset ang mga tao. Cayosa clarifies that although there is no specific subjudice rule, the rule is recognized in jurisprudence and proceeds from the contempt power of the courts. Inherent power of the courts, not only the Supreme Court but any court, to protect itself from undue influence or yung paninira sa legal processes or yung contemptuous uh, conduct. In justifying its motion, the OSG cited reports of ABS-CBN on its different platforms, even comments by its artists and personalities, accusing the network of engaging in propaganda to sway public opinion and influence the resolution of the case. Maui says ABS-CBN is in a peculiar situation since it reports on developments on a case involving its company. Mahirap lang po yung position lang po ninyo dahil you have you're engaged in mass media pag, pero at the same time litigant ho eh syempre kung ano ho yung sabihin nyo baka ho makonstruho yun na you know it might violate the subjudicial rule but Kayosa doesn't agree ABS-CBN News should stop reporting on the issue and its personalities prevented from sharing their own opinion just because a case is pending before the Supreme Court. As long as it is fair, it is balanced, it is truthful and without comment, you can actually report on the progress of the case. Kayosa cites the rights to freedom of expression and of the press under the Bill of Rights, as well as the people's right to information, which should prevail over the court's contempt powers under the rules of court. It is now for the Supreme Court to judiciously balance between contempt power 
the need to preserve the integrity of the court and the court processes. At saka yung constitutional right natin to freedom of expression, freedom of the press, at saka yung the right to information. Kayosa explains the subjudicial rule came from other jurisdictions with a jury system, where members of the jury who are non-lawyers need to be protected from the influence of the media. But ABS-CBN's case involves Supreme Court magistrates who are learned in the law. Mga puro abogado yung mga kwes eh. Alam nila yung batas, rules of court. So kahit bola-bolahin o may pressure, kanya-kanyang uh, press release yung magkapilang panig, they are trained not to listen to that and focus on the evidence at hand. Still, both Kayosa and Mawis believe the Senate and the House of Representatives need not worry should the Supreme Court decide to release a gag order. I don't think the Supreme Court mag-hihimasok yan na patitigilin ang Kongreso. Miskiho ang Senado mismo na nag-aalaw ko sa inyo na, you know, to be there and to report and to witness what is happening. Mike Navalio, ABS-CBN News. A former Supreme Court spokesperson believes a gag order against ABS-CBN will likely be dismissed by the High Court. Theodore Tess says the petition presents a unique case, as it is against an entity engaged in the business of information. Tess points out silencing ABS-CBN will raise the question on the constitutional guarantee of freedom of the press and of expression. I don't think the, the justices of the Supreme Court would admit to being so unduly influenced by what they watch, perhaps on, on ABS-CBN, that, uh, that they would agree to, uh, to a gag order, as it were. Contextually, it must be stated that ABS-CBN is engaged in the business precisely of information, mm -hmm. precisely in broadcasting. Journalism. And journalism. So that is really part of the work of ABS-CBN. So uh, a gag order against an entity that engages in journalism, for example, is, a, is an order that you know, silences the, the entity. In one way, it could be viewed as prior restraint. And clearly, prior restraint is prohibited. You know, it is frowned upon by, by the Supreme Court. Te also says Congress can intervene in the Solicitor General's Coaranto petition questioning ABS-CBN's franchise before the Supreme Court. You have a question of separation of powers. You have a question of can an executive branch uh, member, the Solicitor General, come in uh, to, to question a franchise granted by Congress without even including Congress. If Congress truly wants to assert its power to review franchises, not just of ABS-CBN, as a matter of principle, right? perhaps Congress should intervene. They can file a case. They can file a petition to intervene in the Coaranto case. Philippine lawmakers and resource persons debate on President Duterte's power to unilaterally scrap the visiting forces agreement with the United States. This as several senators plan to question before the Supreme Court the president's decision to end the VFA without Senate approval. Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drillon earlier said entering into and withdrawing from a treaty should be a shared authority between the president and Congress. But the Foreign Affairs Department thinks otherwise. If the president is allowed to terminate without the concurrence of the Senate, theoretically, the president can terminate our participation in the UN. The president can terminate our ASEAN uh, cooperation agreement. The termination of the VFA does not require the concurrence of the Senate. When President Duterte sent the VFA notice of termination, 
he was merely exercising his diplomatic powers granted to him by the Constitution. As for Senator Richard Gordon, he's questioning the real reason behind Duterte's move. The president ended the VFA this month after the U.S. canceled the visa of one of his allies, Senator Ronald De La Rosa. The whole foundation of our Constitution is against unilateral exercise of power, uh, absolute power in one uh, side of government or in one man. This decision based on the cancellation of the passport of a former uh, colleague, Senator De La Rosa, is a serious mistake that cannot be inflicted on the history of our diplomacy. Canceling the VFA requires not a myopic knee-jerk decision, but a response resulting from a circumspect analysis. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.